Oh, yeah. He is a nominee, and now he has been awarded by the Virginia Broadcasters Association of Broadcasters and Press Writers, Dave Walls, ABC 13 WSET. And yet, in spite of that, he is not too big time to join us once again in the fast lane. Dave, first of all, congratulations on your weekend as you and some of your colleagues were honored last weekend. That's fantastic. And, of course, we're grateful that uh, you still made time for us today here on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. Hey there, Ed, and thanks so much. It was a great night for the ABC 13 team, and I was proud to be a part of it. And like I said last week, you know, it certainly isn't, you know, just me. There's a team of photographers and producers who uh, helped me uh, put out the best product we can, and I'm just, uh, I'm I'm very grateful that it was recognized. But, you know, the the celebration's over, and like any coach, once you win something, you want to go out there and win it again. So we're already uh, right back into it, even though it's the – quiet time of year there's still plenty of news to uh, keep us going as we power through these summer months yes it is absolutely that time of year and uh you certainly can find that uh at dave walls wset on twitter dave walls tv on instagram and of course abc 13 dave um one of the stories that you're back to working on unfortunately is that once again cancer is back for appomattox county head football coach doug smith uh first of all from just the the personal level and angle to this how amazing is it the fact that, I mean, this has happened a couple times now to Doug Smith, and yet he and his family seem to be as resilient and positive as ever through this? Yeah, uh, the positivity and the resilience, like you just mentioned, uh, are amazing to watch. You know, certainly, um, you know, even on an up close level, you know, he's someone who doesn't necessarily even like talking about himself. You know, when you go to cover our practice, he's always there, put the spotlight on the team, on the kids, on the assistant coaches. You know, it's never about Doug Smith and what Doug Smith is doing. Um, but I can tell you, you know, throughout this process, even when he first gave me the diagnosis a couple of years ago, I mean, just as upbeat and positive, like, well, we've got a little thing we've got to work on here. I mean, I've made a bigger deal out of getting my oil change in the car than he's made out of going to have – uh, surgery for cancer. Uh, so, I mean, you know, just the uh, the nonstop positive attitude that, you know, he's brought to the sidelines at Appomattox as, uh, you know, he's carried that over in, into his life and he lives it. And uh, I tell you, you know, it's, it's something special to watch. No question. I mean, it really is amazing about that. Um, they've had wins. They've also had disappointing ends to the season, including the last couple of years. Examples of that when they've had to go way west to the western part of the Commonwealth of Virginia, that part where you actually go into West Virginia and then loop back in to Virginia. They've done that. How much have those experiences, uh, you know, I know it's cliche to say, but Coaches often preach this to their players, particularly at the high school level, that these type of games and events create you and help you become battle-tested for life. But it seems like Doug Smith is literally a walking and living example of that. Absolutely. You know, uh, the battles that his players have been through have helped make them, you know, into people, into young men who are ready to take on whatever life gives them. And, you know, you know Coach Smith has really been through the ringer, but funny. Uh, just before we actually came on air, Ed, I was just uh, texting. He just got out of surgery, not within the last hour or so. He's back in his room, and we were just texting during the commercial break. And the good news is, some of the cancer that they had seen last time, uh, particularly in his jaw, uh, has actually uh, gone away. They, so they didn't need to do any uh, operations on that, uh, which is, uh, you know, much less surgery than they thought they were going to have. He's still. Is going to need radiation and chemo, which is going to you know take him out for at least another month. 
but uh, certainly the diagnosis going in uh, was much worse than what it actually was when they when he was under the operating table today. So it's definitely some good news, and you know, but I think like if the diagnosis had somehow been worse. I think he still would have approached it with the same positive way of like, okay, here's our challenge. How are we going to get over this? And he's uh, been able to rally uh, his family, his community, his players, everyone around him, no matter what the end goal is. You know, and that's just you know the power of uh, of uh, the positive thinking and the uh, the community atmosphere that he's been able to build in Appomattox. And he's uh, truly bearing fruit. Indeed. I mean, we've seen this before, and we sadly have had to discuss it before and are doing so again with Dave Walls, ABC 13 WSET, about Doug Smith, the Appomattox coach uh, for their football program, very good football program, we might add, uh, where cancer is returned, and he's back down in Durham taking care of that and is going to be there even more ex- uh, more consistently over the late summer and early fall months, which does bring us to the football side of things. Um, you obviously don't want to have have to go through this and you don't want to have to go through it a second or a third time when these things return as it has for Doug Smith that being said what have you noticed about his ability in this Appomattox coaching staff's bond which seems to have them as well positioned as you could expect to weather this early season storm that you don't know how long it's going to go uh, there really is a bond between not just coach Smith and his players but also between the coaching staff you know there's uh, you remember the spring 2021 season where remember we had postponed 2020 into the spring because of the COVID outbreak, uh, you know, and Coach Smith was out for that entire season. Uh, Stephen Castello, the defensive coordinator out there, uh, was basically the sideline leader, but Coach Smith was never far away watching the games via iPad streams, uh, and he's uh, doing the team meetings via Zoom or via phone call with his players. And when he tells me he's going to do the same thing, you know, now, you know, even if he's down at Duke Medical Center, um, I know he's going to be talking with uh, players nightly and coaches nightly via Zoom and phone calls. I mean, you know, he certainly there's certainly no expectation that you know he should have to do anything, and certainly he he doesn't. But uh, you know, the players know that the coach is always going to have their back no matter what he's going through, and it brings out the best in them. And then I can't say enough things about the assistant coaching staff that they've got there. You know, Stephen Costello did an amazing job two years ago, so I have no doubt uh, that he would be able to handle whatever happens. And they've also got two former. Assistant coach, uh, two former head coaches, I should say, uh, who were on the assistant staff there. Richard Trent, who coached EC Glass uh, before Jeff Woody uh, came back to town, I believe, and then also Andy Cox, formerly of Alta Vista, who used to be an assistant at Appomattox, has come back. So there's plenty of uh, uh, talent on the uh, assistant coaching staff as well. So uh, no matter what uh, Coach Smith needs to uh, rest and recuperate, uh, there's plenty of uh, great hands to lean on in order to get the job done. Well, and not to mention that but you know he's done a good job of establishing a culture obviously it wins so that helps but it seems like the culture there is not one where it's a dog eat dog world and so it doesn't seem like there are folks that are angling to uh to grab this power vacuum as temporary as you hope it is uh it seems like folks genuinely want what's best for the kids and the program itself which uh you know is what you want to hear about Absolutely. You know, I, I, I come back again to uh, assistant coach Costello, who, you know, if you're someone in his position, you know, you take over a, uh, a, a team like that in an interim position, 
you lead them to an undefeated season as a state champ. I don't think anybody would have faulted him if he said, hey, this would be my opportunity and I'll jump into a head coaching spot. But, uh, you know, he has been dedicated to Coach Smith, that player, those players, that community, you know, and that just shows the level of commitment everybody has to Appomattox. And that's really commendable, uh, you know, for the level of quality they've been able to maintain throughout the years. Yes, they've had some disappointing losses, but I mean, they're still making state tournaments year in and year out. And, you know, everybody top from top to bottom in Appomattox is committed to bringing another state title back to Bragg Stadium. And, uh, you know, I know they've all got Coach Smith's back. And at the same time, everyone on the coaching staff has the players back as well. Indeed, and that's part of what's made it uh, as special as it's been and seems to be sustainable for Appomattox County High School as Doug Smith gets ready uh, for more intense cancer treatments over the next couple of months and into the early portion of the season. WSET's Dave Walls will stay updated with that at Dave Walls WSET on Twitter and, of course, ABC 13. Dave, it's a slower portion of the year. We're not even at the Commonwealth Games opening ceremonies and main games weekend where folks can register at CommonwealthGames.org. We'll start looking ahead to that uh, once we get through the Independence Day holiday. But one of the more intriguing sports stories and developments has been this idea of NASCAR racing on the street course of Chicago. Uh, I don't know if I expect the racing to be all that good. Uh, Maybe for the Xfinity race where the quality of racing has been great until they show that they're not like the majors, they're the minors. Uh, And you get late race wrecks and carnage. Um, If nothing else, it seems like this weekend bears watching for the, oh my gosh, what's going to happen effect. Yeah, you know, there's going to be a little bit of that. I think, you know, the one thing I'll be interested to see is what is the level of intensity and aggressiveness, particularly on a course that these drivers basically have only done eye racing and simulations in. You know, it's one thing to uh, to uh, sit sit inside the simulator. It's another thing to get into the real car and and take it out into the streets. I mean. Um, I was, I was uh, in a press conference with uh, Michael McDowell from Front Row Motorsports earlier, and he goes, look, even since the time that the iRacing simulator has been out, there's been small changes to the plans. Parts of streets have been paved to smooth things out. So areas that may be bad in simulations may not be as bad when we hit the course. And these drivers aren't getting very much time at all, you know, on this course before they just go out and go at it. You know, they're not even letting – drivers you know participate in the xfinity race and the cup series race you got to pick one or the other so uh you know i expect the first half of this race to maybe be a little bit on the tentative side as drivers figure out okay what's the line i need where's my grip you know what can i do what can i do and you know i would expect those drivers you know like a chase elliott and aj allmendinger those who excel on on uh, more traditional road courses to maybe have the upper hand early but i'll be interested to see what the level of aggression is especially in some of those tight stretches where uh, passing is going to be very difficult no doubt this is going to be very fun and interesting and uh, dave walls abc 13 wset is with us here in the fast lane dave of all weekends for motorsports, and we don't always ask for your projections, uh, are you going to likely be joining us this weekend where, I mean, look, I'm not recommending anybody for any projection for fantasy leagues or betting or anything, especially now before practice and qualifying, but probably even afterwards because this is such a, I'm excited for it, but such a wild card. Boy, you know, if there was one weekend where you're not going to see me on one of my uh, my fantasy sports betting apps, uh, this is definitely the one because, while I have my opinions on this NASCAR race, I mean, again, it's a course 
that these guys just haven't driven on unless it's been in a simulator. So, I mean, if I had to take an early stab at it, I would probably say Chase Elliott just because of the recent success he's had on long-form courses. I think if I want a dark horse, I might even look at, like, say, a Ross Chastain, you know, because he had that win at Coda a while back last year, I believe, you know, and A.J. Allmendinger, if he's a – if he's uh, in the mix, he, he could be there. But I, I think you go with the established road course vets first and then hang on to the end because you don't know who's going to be there in the last 20 laps. Oh, no question. I mean, this this to me screams the type of race, Dave, maybe I'm wrong, where <laughs> somebody unexpected might win and they might not even be a front runner, but you get some late race carnage and then I don't know if it'll be Derek Cope in the Daytona 500 years ago, but might not be all that far off from it. Good pull with the Derek Cope, but you got to hope that someone blows a tire on the last lap there in order to make that happen. Yeah, it takes out 27 drivers or whatever it is. There you go. Dave, thank you for your time today. Keep up the great work. Again, congratulations on being recognized as one of the best sportscasters in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And thank you for your time today in the fast lane. Always a pleasure, Ed. Have a great weekend, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Ours too. Dave Walls, ABC 13, WSET with us here in the Fast Lane. When we return, a little bit of football talk, and then, all right, we're nerding out for Wimbledon because I'm a tennis fan, and so I'm going to be selfish for a few minutes here in the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and the Virginia Talk Radio Network.